Go to Ephesians chapter number 1. We're going to start here. And where we end up, yea, no man knoweth. <laughs> we'll see. We'll just start in here. This is what we, we commonly look at this. Um, Paul prayed this prayer for the church at Ephesus. There's no better, there's no more important thing than you can pray for other believers than this prayer right here. Amen. There's a lot of things that revelation will solve the issues in people's lives. He said he prayed here. Paul prayed this prayer for the church at Ephesus. And you can put your name in here. In fact, you should be putting your name in here. Put your family's names, your loved one's names in here and pray this for them because a, a lot of things will be solved, even strife issues, to be honest. But, you know, I, I came out of a denominational church background, and they were very traditional. And uh, when I got baptized in the Holy Ghost, and the Spirit of God started revealing so many things to me, and I started, that, that, the call that had come whenever I was a young man came, start, started stirring back up. I, I just started hungering for more and more and more God, and I knew I needed to follow that call. The call of the ministry, and so you know. And then I told the story about how the lady in my young girl, young lady in my high school, said she was going to the Rainbow Bible Training Center, and the Spirit of God witnessed with me. That's where you're going. I knew that. Didn't even know I was a spirit, but I knew I had the witness of the Spirit. <laughs> um, but anyway, so I, I started following that, and then ba basically, you know, I, when I left for school, Bible school, I had zero support. My one brother gave me a little support. But, but uh, you know, no financial support, yeah. Yeah. nothing. You know, they, they basically thought I was going off the deep end. Yeah. Yeah. Not because I was, right. but because they didn't have any revelation of what I was getting into. Yes. Yes. Yeah. You know, you don't get upset at people who don't have revelation. Right. You pray the prayers of right. Ephesians for them. Right. So I started praying that. And I, I, I got called names. You, you would uh, maybe identify some of you. Maybe he got relatives. <laughs> Amen. Loved ones. Call them, call them that. Loved ones. Loved ones. And uh, you got people that don't understand you. You know, you get criticized. I've had people come to me and hear members of the church. Their family says, I don't understand why you're down there at the church all the time. Just always at the church. Well, you've had to bite your tongue and say, I don't understand why you're down at the ballpark all the time. They put a new ballpark up where I come to church. I come past it. Every time I come past there, Sunday morning, Wednesday night, every time, just full of people. Well, yeah. you know, they talk about us being a church all Everybody's somewhere all the time. Everybody's somewhere all the time. It's just where I choose to be. And if I traded life with you, if I had to trade life with you, I wouldn't want your life because I've looked at your life and your life's worth nothing. I got something I'm living for. Yes, anyway, I get off of that. I usually, I don't do it much anymore. They don't hear me and they don't listen. But I, I used to just kind of half roll down the window, go to church, and holler at them. <laughs> but anyway, so, but, uh, so anyway, they thought I was going off the deep end. They just didn't know what I knew or see what I saw and saw where I was going, saw the call and so forth. Anyway, I, but, but anyway, so I started praying these Ephesians prayers for my family. I mean, people call me names. I've had them laugh at me. I, I had one relative say, laugh at me and say, after I came back, I was around them a little bit, and they laughed at me and said, Jay speaks in tongues, you know. Why don't you show us? Why he, 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 why don't you show us? Just, just mock you, you know. Well, what did I do? Turn them over to Satan for the destruction of the place? <laughs> No, I'm praying the Ephesians prayers for them. You know, they're the ones coming to me because they're on medications and on depression, and they're depressed. Because I loved them and because I kept praying for them, they eventually came to me. Would you pray? Sure I will. Sure I will. Amen. Not because I feel like it. <laughs> but I did. And, and you know, now today... Uh, none of that is there. None of that hindrance, none of that, you know. There's some things that some of them don't understand, but it's not the, the thing like it used to be, the offense, the, the, the division. And, but we, we just love being around each other now. Amen. Amen. Because of this prayer that I'm getting ready to read to you here. Let's look at it. I know we've referred to it many times in the past, but I just had some things stir up in my spirit. Um, one of the things here that whenever... 
people come to spirit of faith, it's like, it's like, you know, coming out of darkness into a bright light. And people don't understand things sometimes. Amen. And they'll say, well, you got me confused. No, they were confused before they got here. Just the light showed it up. And uh, most churches don't preach divine revelation. They don't preach, listen to me, revelation knowledge. Most of them preach sense knowledge. You can see that at Christmas and Easter. They preach, somebody's going to get mad at this. Anyway, they preach only what you can see in the Gospels happen during the death, burial, and crucifixion, resurrection of Jesus. They don't come over into the epistles and preach the epistles. That's right. That's right. And, uh, but I say it this way, the Gospels are like a photograph of the death, burial, and resurrection. The epistles are like an x-ray. You see deeper. You see what really happened. Behind the scenes, what really? Jesus died, went to hell, whooped the devil, paid the price. Amen. Suffered death for every man, the Bible says. Not just physical death. I mean spiritual death for every man. And, uh, and, and defeated the devil, took the keys of death and hell, stripped him of authority, stripped him of all principality and power and might and dominion, every name that is named. And everything, every harassing spirit that has had dominion, used to have dominion over you, he defeated it. And everyone who will receive him, they enter into the authority to tread on what used to bind them. And that's all revelation in the epistles. And so much goes along with that. The new creation and the identification with Jesus. It wasn't just Jesus dying. The Bible said, Paul said this. He said, I was crucified with Christ. I was with him. I was there. Someone said, oh, I didn't see you. Well, I was. You were there too. Every one of you were there. Amen. Whenever you got saved, God put it to your account. That what Jesus, Jesus died for our sin, he put that to your account. Anyway, that's all revelation knowledge. That's all in the epistles. And, uh, but most churches don't preach that. They preach sense knowledge. They preach psychology. They preach self-help. You know what I'm talking about? They preach Reader's Digest. They preach all those things. But um, you need to pray this Ephesians prayer. If you want to really live as God intended and be exalted. I'm not talking about pride. I'm talking about being lifted up to a higher place. Remember the Bible said, humble yourself in the mighty hand of God. He'll exalt you in due time. The, the elevator that does that is revelation. That's the elevator. That's what brings you up to a higher life. Amen. It's like down here is one, one kind of weather. Up here is a different kind of weather. People down here in the, you know, smog and fog and all the harassment and torment and the devil said this and they're taking his thoughts and they're taking anxious thoughts and all kinds of tormenting thoughts and so forth. You need to get up in the revelation. You need to get up and get in some different weather. Amen. It's like, it's like down here, there's, uh, there's a lot of, uh, down here's one economy and up here's a different economy. Sense knowledge has an economy, and revelation knowledge has an economy. And, and it has, this revelation knowledge has nothing to do with sense knowledge. It's completely independent of any other economy. And you can live in a way that nobody else lives. It's called what Paul said, being exalted above measure through, literally the Greek says, upon the abundance of revelation. That's 2 Corinthians chapter number 12, verse Amen. number, excuse me, verse number 7. Amen. Exalted. Yes, exalted. Yep. And now, a lot of people think that's talking, Paul's talking about pride there. No. No. <clears throat> well, the messenger of Satan was sent to buffet him, lest he be exalted above measure. Yeah, so really, if, if, it, if that's pride, then Satan sent an imp to Paul to keep him out of pride. All right. All right. Yeah. Makes no sense. Don't make no sense. <laughs> Don't make no sense. Why would Satan try to keep him out of pride? That was Satan knows that was his downfall. Pride was his downfall, and he would like to have Paul in pride. No, 
I, I will now go to my grave saying everybody that says it's that, it's, they're absolutely wrong. Absolutely wrong. Absolutely wrong. 125% wrong. No way. No way, no way, no way. He said, lest I be exalted above measure. That means if you uh, look it up, it means beyond the usual mark. Go beyond. Paul got things done beyond the usual mark. Paul walked in things beyond the usual. Usually when you get stoned, you stay dead. Most people that get stoned, they stay dead. Paul didn't. He rose up. <laughs> Ooh, glory to God. He's like, yeah, are you all done? I'm getting up. <laughs> Woo, glory. Go to preach again. Hallelujah. <laughs> He's living in a total different economy. So, but, but uh, this is a huge, huge issue. A lot of people that the thing, uh, the, the thing they think they're fighting, that the devil's doing this, the devil's doing that. Well, there's a reason he's able to, because you don't have enough revelation to tread him on down. If you had the revelation of who you were in Christ and walked in it, his heyday would be over. Well, he's just harassing me. Well, what on earth is you, what are you letting him harass you for? There's been many times he's tried to harass me. I said, you get out of here in the name of Jesus. Try to bring, you know, trying to bring the depression that came on my dad on me. You get out. <laughs> you ain't doing I'm loose. You ain't binding me up. I'm loose, 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 loose. <laughs> See, there's no difference between you and me. Or, or maybe not you. You've got some revelation. But I'm talking about people that get under all that yeah, yeah. and me. The only difference is we have enough knowledge enough to know what it is and deal with it. But they close the drapes and get a wet towel and take medicines for three weeks. Come on, tell me. I'm preaching the truth. So, but here, Ephesians 1, let's notice what it says. Uh, let's start here in verse number 15. Also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus, so these people are born again, and love unto all the saints, I cease not to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers. How many of you thank God for other believers? I give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers. Now, what is he praying? Oh, God, send them victory. Huh? Oh, God, do something about the devil that's coming against them. Here's his prayer. Know that God, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory. Boy, that's powerful. The Father of glory. May give unto you, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Him. Wisdom and revelation. Notice he connected wisdom and revelation. Yes, sir. And in the Colossians he prayed, this is Colossians 1, 9, that God would give, fill us with the knowledge of His will yes. in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. So you can see these things, these terms kind of that go together. Um, so he prays here the knowledge of His will, or excuse me, that He'd give you spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Him. Yes. Knowledge of science. Math? No. Huh? Oh, astronomy? No. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. If you've got a field you're going to work in. But I'm talking about you, you won't really live in victory without the knowledge of Him. The knowledge of Him. Hallelujah. The eyes. Now, let me, let me just stop there. Uh, remember, Jesus asked Peter, Who do men say that I am? And he said, Peter said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And he said, uh, flesh and, Jesus said, flesh and blood hasn't revealed it unto thee. Yeah. Blessed art thou, Blessed Simon Barjona. Yeah. Flesh and blood has not revealed it unto thee. Yeah. Notice that word, revealed. Yes. This came through, this is knowledge that came through a different channel than yeah. flesh and blood. Yeah. Yeah. When he says flesh and blood, he's talking about Peter's own flesh. Yeah. Right. In other words, sense knowledge, the five physical, sense, the, the five physical senses are seated in the, in the uh, physical body. Yeah. Amen. You know, if you didn't have a physical body, you couldn't hear tonight. No, that's true. If you couldn't see tonight. Right, right. 
So that's all seated in the five physical yes. bodies. When he said flesh and blood has, revealed, has, has not revealed anything, he's saying it hasn't, th this information has not come to you through sense knowledge. That's right. Amen. Amen. Are there things that you can know that you don't see and don't hear and don't feel, but there's just as true and just as real, just as much a fact? Boy, somebody said, if I really could know what God knows, He gave you a whole book full of knowledge. Amen. And He gave you the Holy Ghost that guides you into all truth. Teach you these things. Praise be to God. That's what He said, that God, the Lord Jesus Christ, give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of Him. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened. Eyes enlightened. See that. Say that out loud. Eyes of your understanding being enlightened. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. You wouldn't be scared of the devil if you knew you had authority over him. Amen. You have to have that knowledge. You have to have that eye, the eyes of your understanding to be enlightened. You know, you wouldn't be scared of the boogeyman and things that go bump in the night. Amen. Last night a coon came up on my porch. Tried to stare, start tearing the siding off the house. I didn't wake up going, whoa, 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 whoa. I woke up like, hey. <laughs> Amen. Just lives in me. I'm a man in charge. Who's on my porch? <laughs> I'll whoop ya. <laughs> you know. Anyway, so, <laughs> I don't know what's up tonight. You're you're you came in different. Anyway, me too. Uh, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened. Enlightened. See that eyes. Say eyes of your understanding. So that's not talking about these physical eyes. You must have more than two eyes. Yeah, everybody's a four eye. You know what I'm talking about? Eyes. You got two eyes up in your head. Then you got two eyes of your heart. Other translations say heart. And those eyes can see things. Amen. You ever heard somebody preach and you go, I see it. I see it. You didn't see it with your physical eyes. You've been reading that verse for 25 years and you didn't see it. But you saw something on the inside. See, that, that revelation, if you look up the word revelation, it means to pull the veil off of something. Pull the, pull the cover or the cloak off of something that's been there the whole time. I've done that too many times. It's almost embarrassing sometimes. Where God showed me something in the Word, I'm like, well, yeah, of course, yeah. I don't know why I didn't see that. That's what it said. See, Satan is the master of blinding the eyes. He said he blinds the eyes of them that believe not. Now, that's the person particularly applies to sinners. But see, some Christians don't use their faith for revelation, and so they're not seeing what they should be seeing. They can read and not see. They can hear and not understand. Their eyes don't see it. Their ears don't hear it. Jesus talked about that. But... You start praying for this or yeah. praying for others, yeah. and you'll start, in fact, you, you'll have a hard time getting very far. Sometimes, well, I'm going to read my chapter today. But you'll, you'll get to verse 3 in your chapter, and you'll be like, whoa, yeah, glory yeah. to God. Whoa, I, that's been there the whole time. Yes, sir. Amen. You have a hard time getting to the end of your chapter. That's right. Amen. Isn't that right? Yeah. Yes, sir. Absolutely right. You know, revelation of one verse is worth more than a thousand verses you don't understand. Don't just, oh, I got to read my chapter. No, that revelation is what the Holy Ghost started revealing to you. That's what you need right there. Just stay right there. Just stay right there. Let the Holy Ghost work with that, work with that, work with that. And before you know it, you got up tired and you didn't want to go to work. Before you know it, you're like, give me the devil. Where's he at? Somebody said, why did that happen? Because Jesus said, upon this rock I'll build. Jesus asked Peter, who do men say that I am? Thou art the Christ, Son of the living God. Flesh and blood hasn't revealed unto thee my Father which is in heaven. And he said, I ask unto thee, thou art Peter. And upon this rock I'll build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Upon, upon this rock, upon this rock. He's talking about the revelation of who Jesus is, but more specifically, revelation. 
Revelation is what he builds his church on. I'm talking about true church growth. Upon this rock, I'll build my church. And what will not prevail against it? Satan, hell, the gates of hell, which is actually people that hell tries to use, that give access to hell in the earth, that hell tries to flow through. So and no person can stand before you all the days of your life. Remember, he told Joshua that no man will be able to stand before you all the days of your life. Somebody said, my boss don't do this. My, you know, this person won't go. No person can stand against revelation. No person can stand against revelation. Hallelujah. You're going to come to church here in a few minutes. Now, he said, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, 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 enlightened. You won't get so many bumps and bruises if you have an enlightened eye. Your, enli your eyes or your heart are enlightened. I think it's a guy thing. We need to go out to the garage. It's, you know, 1130 at night. We're trying to find something. We don't want to turn the light on. You know what I'm talking about? So I'm pretty sure the car's right there, and the lawnmower's right there, and the snowblower's right there. So you're like, ouch, ouch. Stump your toe because you didn't put your shoes on. And you're wondering, what was that? I tripped on something, so you're feeling for where it is and where it went. Because it's dark. You know what I'm talking about. And you're like, well, okay, you know. Okay, I think, that's the, I think that's that shovel I put there. I forgot. <laughs> so, you know, you're trying to go around, and you stump your foot on something else. It wouldn't be so hard if you turn the light on. A lot of things are hard for people because they're walking in the dark. Revelation makes things simple. Get that. Don't ever let that get past you. The more confused you are, the less revelation you have. The more light you have, the simpler things are. Amen. Amen. The more easy things are. Yes, sir. Amen. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened. Yeah. Eyes, you have spiritual eyes, and they need to be enlightened. Just because you're born again doesn't mean you have full revelation of the Word of God, full revelation of who you are in Christ. That's why he said, pray for this. Yeah. Or you can claim it, too. Yeah. Claim it. The eyes of your understanding being like that you may know there's some things God wants you to know. Yes. A lot of people think the prayer is the solution for everything, and God says knowledge is the solution for many things. Right. Yes. Amen. Amen. The eyes of your understanding that you might know the hope of His calling, what He expects out of calling you. Amen. 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 And being one with Him in His calling. Yes. Hope means expectation. And what is the riches of the glory of His inheritance in the saints? His inheritance in the saints. The riches of the glory. There's rich glory in your inheritance. Now, he's inherited you, but you've inherited him. And what is the exceeding greatness, whoo, glory, exceeding, he's putting adjectives on adjectives here, of his power. He wants you to know that. His power. He wants you to know the greatness of his power to usward. That's another way of saying towards us. Who believe. Wow. What kind of power are we talking about? According to the working of his mighty power that he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead. And you read on down chapter 2, verse 6, and us from the dead. And set him at his own right hand in the heavenly places, and us. Far above all principality and power, might and dominion. Amen. So that, that's, he wants us to know some things. You ought to just, you, you might wear out a what do they call those highlighter markers? You might wear out a highlighter marker just starting in Matthew 1, 1, going through the New Testament and underlining knowledge, not knowing, uh, understanding, things like that. It's all through the New Testament. It's a big deal. And you ought to emphasize it in your life. All right, so Revelation, that always denotes what has been, un, what, what has been covered, and the cover, is take, the cover is taken off, and the mystery is removed. Now, you look through the New Testament, and the word mystery is used many times. But in the New Testament way of using it, mystery doesn't mean the mysterious or the unknown. We just don't know. We just don't know. There's a lot of people that don't know. But their spirit's trying to pass the information on to them. Your spirit knows a lot of things your, your head doesn't know. 
including who you really are. That's right. Amen. Who, who Jesus is to you. Yes. Uh, and there's a lot of things along that line. but um, So the mystery, so Revelation denotes the, that which has been, had, had the covers taken off and the mystery removed so that all can see alike what is revealed. Amen. 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 That's why ministers need to go over things repeatedly. It's not because we can't come up with a new sermon. <laughs> it's, that, it's that if people would just get some certain things, and we are, I'm not preaching at you like you're not, but, uh, but <clears throat> there's always new ones. And sometimes they, they want certain things out of church. It's like spiritual children, there's certain things they think they need, but you know as a parent what they really need. Isn't that right? I mean, your children want to play. They want to, they want to, and play is good exercise, you know, but I'm talking about they want to, let's take diet. They want to eat certain things, right? And you're like, no, you can't have more cotton candy. You can't have more candy. You can't have, it will put on your plate. See, see, they think they need certain things, but what they really need is what you know they need. That's right. That's right. Yes. Amen. And if you, let a child take, take a child to school and let him do what he wants he wants recess all the time yeah. recess is good exercise is good it's necessary we understand that but yet right on the other hand ring 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 okay time to come back in sit down and learn some math sit down and learn science sit down and learn something you know <laughs> right <laughs> they want play they need recess so um that's why we go over these things. Yeah. Amen. This is revolutionary. Yeah. I'm telling you, revelation knowledge is revolutionary. Yeah. I don't mean revolution like get the guns out. I mean it will revolutionize your life. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. When you see it, it revolutionizes your life. It just flat change your destiny. It'll just flat take you in a different direction. Amen. It'll affect your future. It'll impact your walk with God. It'll change the way you see life. It'll and conduct daily life. It'll change how you approach the affairs of life. And it'll change how you lay hold of the promises, how you relate to God, how you relate to the devil, and even how you relate to other people. Remember I told you when I didn't know who I was, people didn't like me, I felt bad for me. I found out who I was, they didn't like me, I felt bad for them. <laughs> What is that? That's knowing myself after the Spirit. That's knowing myself. Remember the Bible said, Paul said, no, no man after the flesh. And I took that from me. I'm not going to know myself after the flesh. I started knowing myself after the Spirit. And I started seeing who God says I was. Well, I figured God knew better than everybody else. I decided I'm going to, I'm going to look at myself the way God sees me. And I'm telling you, it squared my shoulders. Lifted my head. Amen. 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 The Word of God will change you. It'll change your personality even. For the good. I'm talking about for the good. <laughs> Amen. I want to put that in there just in case. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise be to God. I don't believe you ought to have any intimidation, any fear, any inferiority complex in the presence of anybody. Standing before a great, well-known politician or somebody like that, you stand there with your head up. Good to meet you today, sir. Not like, oh my God. No, no. You, you know who you are. Amen. Amen. That's the. That, those are the people that change nations. Now. Um, we go over these things, and we're going to keep on going over them. But um, you can only walk in certain places where you see people that you re respect, where you see them walk. You can only walk there if you have their revelation. You can't walk there just because, well, I'm going to hang around them. Not if, if you don't have their revelation, you can't walk like they walk. You understand what I'm talking about? Revelation is the stronghold of faith. Write that down. Revelation is the stronghold of faith. Remember the Bible said we're casting down imaginations and, 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 and uh, uh, bringing down strongholds, casting down 
strongholds, so forth. Remember that? Yes, sir. See, those are the bad ones. But you are to have good strongholds in your life. The Word of God will build some strongholds. You know what I'm talking about? And revelation is the stronghold of faith. I mean, Pastor Debbie and I, we, we've had things jump on us, physical attacks and all kinds of stuff, mental attacks, all kinds of stuff. But we had strongholds in our lives. <laughs> I know it sounds funny because we always use that word negative, but we had strongholds of the Word of God. We had strongholds of revelation. And so it couldn't overcome us. Amen. Jumps on us. The devil's jumping on the wrong donkey. That's right. Amen. We kick too hard. That's right. <laughs> Amen. I bless some people's hearts. If they could just see who they are. I'm thinking about a guy today. Bless his darling heart. Beat up, kicked from pillar to pose ever since I've known him for 20 years. Just tossed around like the devil's rag doll or chew toy. But does, not, not a single bit of it's necessary. If he just knew who he was. Broke, busted, disgusted, sick, everything. Oppressed, depressed, everything. You just name it, that's him. You know what I'm talking about? And zero of it's necessary. We got to pray for people, the eyes of their understanding will be enlightened. Amen. So, well, glory. Are you glad you came tonight? Now, um, there needs to be, um, let's just move on here with this. You need to use your faith for revelation. Go over to Romans chapter number 1, verse number 16 and 17. There's a lot, I'm, I'm seeing, I'm not getting as far as I thought tonight, but we're getting good, making good ground according to how the Holy Ghost has given us utterance. Romans 1, 16 and 17, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. It's the power of God unto salvation. That would include all the in Christ realities in the gospel. It's the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth. To the Jew first and also to the Greek. For therein, in the gospel, is the righteousness of God, here's the word, revealed. He didn't say God becomes more righteous. He said it's revealed. And, and to be honest with you, you never become more righteous. You might do more righteous acts because your mind's being renewed, but I'm saying you're right with God just as much when you got born again as you are now. But, but, and, but, uh, but you can have more revelation of your righteousness. And that's what he's talking about here. The righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith. Now that's speaking, of, that's, that you could say, in fact, you might want to write in the margin of your Bible, from one degree of faith yes. to another degree of faith. Amen. 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 Revelation comes to all of us as believers by degree. Yes. By degrees. Amen. According to our faith. We have revelation according to our faith. Yes. Now don't forget that. Yes. You have revelation according to your faith. Yes. Yes. According to your faith. Yes. According to your faith. Faith is for more than just healing or something. Yes. In fact, you ought to use your faith for revelation first before you ever believe God for something else because the revelation will be the stronghold for your faith you get a hold of the revelation and the devil won't be able to shake that from you shake that out of you amen 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 I mean when the economy does whatever it's going to decide I'm talking about this world's economy whenever they say well we don't we got to lay people off or whatever you have such a stronghold in the inside of you you go get yourself an ice cream cone. Right. Then right. drive home crying, telling you, i got to tell my wife. No, drive home, say, well, I'll just stop the ice cream cone, get one for her too, and just tell her, celebrate, we've got something better coming. Amen. You're such a stronghold of the Word on the inside of you. Amen. I, if people could get that understanding that they can live in their own economy. Yes. I'm talking about the economy of heaven. Yes. Amen. Amen. Now, he said here, that uh, it's from faith to faith. Amen. Somebody said, I need this, I need that. No, you need revelation. Yes. Amen. Amen. So faith is for every area of life. Yes. Now, revelation comes to the heart through the Holy Spirit, and then it floats up to your mind. That's right. 
Amen. You remember the story of the this two men, I believe it was two men. The, um, they were walking on the way to Emmaus, and Jesus, after he was resurrected, he walked up beside them and said, hey, what you talking about? <laughs> and so they were talking about his resurrection, but they didn't realize it was him. And the Bible says there in Luke 24, 16, their eyes were holden that they should not see him. That word means arrested, restrained, or held back. In other words, that they, didn't, they, they were looking right at him and didn't realize who they were looking at. That's because that's they didn't see their eyes or their spirit weren't enlightened. So that's the way the Bible is to too many Christians today. They read it, but it's a closed book. I was amazed when I got baptized in the Holy Ghost and, and the Spirit of God started stirring and working in my life. The Bible that had been a dead book to me, I got saved, but it, I, I didn't get anything out of the Bible. Doesn't mean I couldn't. I just, I'm just saying I did. But it came alive to me. Came alive to me. What had been dead was exciting. I mean, people didn't understand me. I'm just teenager and I, I I was skipping out all my chores to go up in my bedroom and read my Bible yeah. or listen to a good teaching wow. yes. on the word of God strange yeah. <laughs> to a lot of people yeah. it's because it's dead to them but to me now it's alive yeah. Yeah. Amen. Amen. amen and that can happen for all believers yes. amen, amen. amen. Hallelujah. hallelujah so we got to pray the pre Ephesians prayers for people. Start using faith. Start mixing faith with this prayer right here and pray for people um, and uh, exercise faith. Otherwise, Satan's the one who's going to blind the mind. Satan's going Satan's to keep on blinding people, blinding us if we let him. Remember, Satan's the one, 2 Corinthians 4, 4, he blinds the minds of them that believe not. He blinds the minds. Uh, I would dare say none of us have full revelation like we should. So none of, this, none of us should say, yeah, those people out there, you know, wherever they need to. No, all of us, all of us can go to a higher place, live in a higher place by this kind of revelation. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit's the one that does it through the Word of God, but He moves to do this in our lives upon men's faith. You need to believe God for revelation. So when you, uh, uh, you see, God wants to make Himself known to us. When the Bible says, when the Bible talks about mysteries, that's not knowledge withheld. Yeah. It's like the Bible says, uh, uh, he, he has made known to us the mystery of His will. Yeah. People read that and they, they hear, or they read the word mystery, and they miss has made known has made known to us the mystery yeah. of His will. We read, you know, I had not seen, ear hath not heard. You know, well, if you back up there, this is in, uh, what is this, 1 Corinthians chapter number 2, yes. verse, you start up in verse yeah. 6 or 7 right in there. He said, uh, which things we speak, not in the words which man's wisdom teaches, but which the Holy Ghost teaches, compare spiritual things with spiritual. And then remember he talks about uh, there, he said, uh, we speak the m mystery, mm -hmm. even the hidden wisdom, yes. which yeah. God ordained before yeah. the world yeah. under our glory. I, oh, whoa, whoa, it's ordained for our glory. Yes. One translation says to lift us yes. into the glory. Amen. Well, is that that cloud? What's that glory? Well, the cloud, yeah, but the glory means the ultimate condition in which man was created to live. A man in sense knowledge comes up to a storm and starts filling his boat. He said, get a bucket, get a bucket. A man in revelation knowledge gets in a storm and fills up the boat. He says, peace, be still. Whoa, he's living higher. He's living higher than sense knowledge. That's the way we're created to live. That's the way we're designed to live. That's the way we're capable to live. Because we're in fellowship with God. Our spirits are alive to God. Our spirits can know God. Our spirits can take in the knowledge of what, 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 what is the answer in this situation. And we can rise up in the spirit and live on another economy and deal with things in another realm. And not lose near as much sleep, not, not sweat and spit and sputter near like the world does to accomplish what we're setting out to do. Hallelujah. 
Praise be to God. I'm going to do it. I'm preaching myself happy. I'm going to tell that clock to stand still. But anyway. But <laughs> so this revelation, not, we've got to use our faith for this. Now somebody said, I think I see it. Well, let me tell you something. You don't. If you're coming up saying, are you saying such and such and such and such? You don't see it yet. But if you're coming up and saying, Pastor, well, look, look, you, look what it says. Look what it says. Okay, you see it now. Let me tell you how you know, you can, how you know you're seeing it. You're excited about it. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Let me give you some verses on that just while I'm passing by that. I, I'm just preaching by the Holy Ghost here. So uh, think about some verses. Let me give you some of these verses. Y'all want to hear these verses that proves that? Let me give you several verses that talk about uh, revelation and uh, joy. Number one, John's, um, uh, let's see, let's see here. John 8, verse 56. Your father Abraham rejoiced to see my day, and he saw it and was glad. Abraham had revelation of Jesus' day. He saw in the Spirit what, 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 you know. He saw that I'm in covenant with God. I, God asked for my son, and I, I, I gave it to him, and he's going to give us his son, and he will be crucified on this same mountain, by the way. In the Spirit, he saw all that. He saw where things were going and was glad. Glad. Say glad. That's what, that's what Revelation does. Not glad because anything's changed out here yet. <laughs> Amen. How many of you know you can see the Word of God and get glad over the Word? That's another one, by the way, Jeremiah 15, 16. Thy words were found, and I did eat them, and the Word was unto me the joy and the rejoicing of my heart. <laughs> they were found. What's found mean? You ever lost something and found it? Yeah. Whoo, glory. I got it, got it, found it. You get excited? Yeah, come on. Praise God. So he said, and, I, and they were unto me the joy and when I found them and the rejoicing of my heart. Praise the Lord. I think too many people approach the Bible like they approach natural things. They, they just, to them... It's just dead, like, you know, all that the Bible says is like a dead thing, sort of like two plus two is four, you know. Yeah. You know, just a dead thing. Yeah. You know, like history or some, some story yeah, yeah. happened in history. Yeah, yeah. Just a dead thing. Yeah. The Bible's not a dead book, no, it's alive. Yes, it is. Hallelujah. Yes, it is. The word, there's two words translated word for the Word of God in the New Testament word, I mean, uh, Logos and Rhema. Yeah. Logos is the written word, Rhema is the spoken word. Yeah. The written word was, the, the, the word was spoken that it might be written, and now the Holy Ghost wants to speak it to you. Right. Amen. Amen. Well, I don't see it. Okay, start speaking it. Amen. Start speaking it. Yes. But just know as you speak it, it's going to come alive. Yeah. It's going to come alive. That's right. The reality of it's going to dawn on you. Amen. And when it does, you really don't care what all's going on in the natural. Right. You're excited about what you see. Amen. Let me just tell you this. Light is faith. Yes. Yes. The entrance of His Word gives light. Right. As soon as the light comes, faith just came. Yes. Faith just came. Amen. Light is the substance. Remember, faith is the substance of things hoped for. Light is the substance of faith. It's the substance of it. I said it's the substance of it. Natural light, they say, now has substance. Darkness has no substance. I'm talking about physical darkness. It's the absence of the light, the substance of light. That's all darkness is. Darkness has no substance. But light does. And in the Spirit, the same thing's true. Light has substance. Light has substance. <laughs> it's the substance that you get when light comes that your faith lays hold of. And it's the very thing that out of which the physical reality becomes a fact becomes a reality Amen. if you don't have the natural you don't have the spiritual substance you'll never have the natural substance I am going from one degree of light to another degree of light I don't 
I don't see what I, I, I see more than I used to see. But I don't see what I'm going to see. Amen. I value light. I, I protect it. I keep things away from it. That try to t- I, keep, uh, I keep fellowship away from me that tries to rob it from me. I guard my heart. Amen. Because when I say something, I want it to come out of a revelation, not be a dead thing. You know, you can say things and it's a dead thing. It's a little like a man I heard a pastor, minister said. He, um, he bought a little recreation cabin up in California, up in the hills. <laughs> he said, um, and he had a friend who wanted to go up and, you know, spend a few days up there. You know, when you got places like that, everybody's your friend. Yeah. <laughs> so he wanted, that's all right. You know, that's what friends are for, right? Yeah. But he said, um, I mean, that's what those, pro- that's, really, that's, that's what those kind of properties ought to be for. But anyway, now that that went over real big, um, <laughs> he said to a friend, said, would you mind if I went up there and spent a few days, just pray and so forth, another minister. He said, sure. So he went in, he said, he, he, uh, the minister friend of his went in and, um, you know, unlocked the door and went in and everything and was putting things away and it was hot in there, real hot. So he went over to a thermostat and turned the thermostat and it was real high. So he turned it down to about 75 or something. And he's finishing putting stuff away and I don't know, a while later he said, man, this, this is not setting low enough. So he set it down to 72. Uh-huh. And he kept on doing some things and, and it still wasn't getting cool. So he set it down to 68. There you go. Kept on working and doing some things. It's yeah. still hot like a, uh-huh. like a furnace in there. So he turned it down to 65. Yeah. And nothing's changing. Yeah. So he went out and around the house to see where the condenser was. Yeah. You know, the air conditioning condenser. <laughs> and he went all the way around the house, looked all over the roof, and there's no condenser. There's only a thermostat. Well, see... <laughs> If you're speaking, but you don't have any, re- any revelation, all you've got is a thermostat. That's all you got. You can, change, you can say all that all you want, but if you don't have any revelation of what you're saying, nothing's going to change. Amen. Somebody said, well, God created the world. He just said it. No, the Bible said in the book of Psalm, it says, through his understanding. He saw it all in here. He understood every law of physics, every law of biology, every law of everything. He saw it on the inside, and he spoke what he saw. Praise God. He said, he he saw, he said what he saw. (laughs) Amen. Glory. Praise God. Praise God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I tell you, revelation goes on off on the inside of you. It'll knock the Baptist right off your, right off your title. It knocked the Mennonite right off of my name. Yeah. 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 Praise God. Praise God. I'm not living by whatever the world lives by, whatever other people live by. They got an economy. They got their inflation and deflation and stagflation and whatever they're going to do out there. I've got revelation. Ha, ha, ha. Glory, hallelujah. Living on my own economy. All right. Um, So revelation is accompanied with joy. Can you see that? Really, when when light comes, a thrill goes through the inside of you. You just go, whoa, yeah, whoa, 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 Just like Mary's baby, I mean Jesus, of course, and whenever Elizabeth showed up, or, or the other way around, Elizabeth's baby, when Mary showed up. It starts kicking. Yeah. Yeah. Amen, is your baby kicking? Well, he used to be kicking, but I kind of got depressed. Okay, the lights went out there. The lights went out. Got to go back to that light. Hallelujah. All right, so those are a couple of verses. Let me give you some more. Y'all still want to look at some more? Uh, look at uh, Luke 10, 10, 21. In that hour, Jesus rejoiced in spirit and said, I thank thee, O Father, Lord of heaven and earth. Thou hast hid these things from the wise and prudent and hast revealed them unto babes. Even so, Father, so it seemed good in thy sight. He's rejoicing over revelation and really rejoicing over them getting revelation. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Now, just a little side note, the word rejoice 
doesn't mean raise your hands and silently worship God. You look it up. I think the translators were scared to really translate it. Joy. I mean, it said, in that hour Jesus rejoiced. Literally, the Greek says, it's the Greek, it, it, it means to leap, skip, jump exuberantly very much. In spirit or in the Holy Spirit. So Jesus just cut himself. He, he cut the rug right there. <laughs> They got it, they got it, they got it, they got it, they got it. Yeah. <laughs> there ain't no rug cutting over here. I don't know what's going on over here. Look at some. Hey, glory. <laughs> Psalm 34, verse number 2. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. Some people hear, but they're not glad, so they didn't really hear. Psalm 69, 32, the humble shall see this and be glad, and their heart shall live that seek God. Psalm 119, 162, I rejoiced at thy word as one that findeth great spoil. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Well, I read it, but I'm not excited. You didn't see it. You didn't see it. You didn't see it. So you're still down there in sense knowledge. But when you see it, there's a, there's a button you push. And now you're looking down on everything. You look around and say, look at me up in here. Look at me up in here. Look at the new me. Paul saw himself in Christ, and he, 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 there was so much in Christ, he said, I just want to be known as a man in Christ. So there was more in Christ than there was in the apostle, than there was in the prophet. He was an apostle, prophet, and a teacher. There was more in Christ than all three of those. He said, I just want to be known as in Christ. Apostle is just a little section here. Prophet's a little section here. In Christ is this whole realm. Oh, I, I want to be... I'm seeing myself yes. in Christ. Yes. Praise the Lord. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm happy. I'm glad I came to church. Glad I came to church. Praise God. So some people hear the word, but they don't really get it. Um, how many of you know you can stare at a verse? <laughs> you can read a verse and, and really not have any clue what it's talking about. But rather than look at it and say, I don't understand that. Look at it and say, how many of you know Psalm, there's a verse in Hebrews that said, through faith we understand that the world's refrained by the Word of God. So I don't understand that. Well, wait a minute, just don't, 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 don't say you don't understand. Say, through faith I understand. Yes. Through faith I understand. You know, people, they want a, they want a explanation, a scientific explanation. Well, here's your scientific explanation. Through faith we understand God created the worlds by saying it and it yes. came to pass. Yes. Yeah, but explain it. I just did. He right. said it, yes. and it came to pass. That's right. That's right. Yes. Well, was there a big, ba big bang? I don't know. There could have been. He said it, bang, and it came to pass. But, don't get so analytical. Amen. Get all locked up in your head, and you can't. You can't ever use your faith. You're all bound up in your mind. Amen. Amen. Psalm 119, 130. I'm not getting near as what I thought I'd get out, but this is good. Psalm 119, 130. You, you've, you've quoted this verse. You know it. Maybe you didn't know the reference. The entrance of thy words give light. Light is revelation. That's what that's talking about. It gives understanding to the simple. The entrance of thy words. Well, I just don't see it. Get in the word. Get in the word. Spend time meditating, fellowshipping with God. Now, not just when you meditate, you're not just using your mind. Your, your spirit is fellowshipping with it. Learn to let, when you're meditating, I, I do this 
I get to meditate and then something, another verse comes up. I say, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I go over that verse. Whoa, I, okay, that reminds me of this verse. Oh, yeah. Before I know it, I'm just, I'm just in a realm of the, the reality of the Word of God just exploding on the inside. And it changed my whole outlook on everything. It changed. That's what Revelation will do. It will change your outlook on stuff. Um, well, I just don't have time, <laughs> you know, to get that kind of light. I mean, I'm a busy man. Well, that'd be like, you know, you know you're, what you're going to do then, you're going to try to go through life in the dark. And you're going to have a lot of bumps and bruises. You're going to be making a lot of mistakes, doing a lot of, you know, things that it wasn't. It was in, you, you, you did it because you were in the dark. You wouldn't have done it if you'd have seen. Remember the Bible said, um, you know, he blinds the minds of them that believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ shine unto them. Right. Well, you know, no person in their right mind would go off into eternity right. without Christ. Right. If they really saw what's ahead, yeah. Yeah. they wouldn't do that. Right. But see, they're not in their right mind. Right. Come on. Not in their right mind. Yeah. Um, so it's dangerous yes. to go through life in darkness. Amen. What if you wrecked your car and I come up upon the wreck? Or some guy wrecked his car. You're not going to wreck your car. Some guy wrecked his car, and I come upon the wreck, and, uh, you know, it's nighttime. And so, you know, you, you get over there, and you pull him out of the car and say, you all right? You all right? You know, you're just kind of trying to help figure, figure out if he's all right and all that. Yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. You get him out, and, and uh, he finally brushes himself off, and you say, what happened? He's, he said, well, you know, I was driving and, you know, didn't see the curve. Mm. Well, what do you mean you didn't see the curve? Well, you know, I just, I didn't, I couldn't see it. It was dark. Well, you mean, what about your headlights weren't working? No, I, I have headlights, yeah. but, but I just didn't turn them on. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean you didn't turn them on? Huh? Well, I was busy. I just didn't have time to turn them on. Well, that's foolish, right? But people try to do that in life. I'm busy. I don't have time to turn on the light. And then they get all kinds of bumps and bruises and all kinds of yep. stuff. And t totally unnecessary. Totally unnecessary. Well, thank God for the truth. Hallelujah. Are you glad you came tonight? Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Let's just look at this little bit of economy here. Ephesians, then we're going to wrap this up. We're almost done. Ephesians 3, 9. Uh, it says, to make all men see. Paul's Paul said this is his commission. This grace is given unto him. He's talked about in the previous verses to preach Christ among the Gentiles and the unsearchable riches of Christ. Then he said in verse 9, Ephesians 3, 9, to make all men see. Right there, underline that, see. What is the fellowship of the mystery? The fellowship of the mystery, which from the beginning of the world has been hid in God, who created all things by Jesus Christ. This mystery is not to be unseen. It's, it's not hidden from us. I started saying this a while ago. It's hidden for us. That's, well, why does he have to hide it from us? I mean, uh, not from us, but for us. Well, so the devil doesn't see it all. If he had known the plan of God to put our sin on Jesus, Jesus be our substitute, and him die in our place, and so forth, Satan, the Bible said, would not have crucified the Lord of glory. He just would not have done it played right into God's plan yes. which he, had not, he would not have done if he'd have known it's the devil's folly so um, there's things hidden so that you can go, and they're hidden in a place only you can access and uh, you can go there and get that but listen to this uh, Wu's translation says and bring to light what is the administration of the mystery which has been kept covered up from the beginning of the age. <clears throat> um, older manuscripts, you keep hearing me use this word economy, this is where I got this. Older manuscripts translate the word fellowship as economy or dispensation or arrangement, how things are arranged. So read it that way. That just jumped out at me when I read that. Make all men see what is the economy of the mystery. The word mystery 
doesn't mean in the Bible sense knowledge withheld. It means knowledge that only those who have the help of the Spirit can attain. That's what the word mystery means. What is a mystery to others is no mystery to us. That's why sometimes whenever elections are going a certain way, you say, can't people see that that's going to create a problem? Well, you see it, but others are like blinded and, and totally oblivious, and they're looking at natural things and listening to what they say rather than to their own spirit. But see, you're walking in the light. You fellowship with God, and He shares mysteries with you. He's, he shows you things that, that others don't see. You understand? That's just one example to help you understand a lot of things that happen around you and why people do what they do. They wouldn't do it if they saw. Amen. That's why, you know, there's people that vote for one person and then they get mad at them. I'm not mad at the, the, the politician. I'm mad at you who changed your mind after you saw. Come on, somebody say Amen. But see, that's, that's just the way deception is. That's the way darkness is. People do things that, just like the devil. He played right into God's plan. This is in the reverse. He played right into God's plan. He would not have done that if he had known. And a lot of people live that way. They, they get bumps and bruises. They would not have done that if they had known, if they had revelation. I'm almost done. So can you see this word economy? How, how the mystery, I mean, excuse me, the, the economy of the information that we have in Christ. <laughs> that stands out to me. How many of you know there's different kinds of economy? Like we got a free market. Well, let's say it this way. We used to have a free market economy. Isn't that right? And so forth. We know there's different systems, different ways, different economies you arrange. Arrange China has a different economy than ours, so forth and so on. <clears throat> That's the way particular things operate. Amen. Amen. Revelation has its own economy. Yes, Faith has its own economy. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Translates you. Hebrews 11.5 said through faith. The Bible talks about Enoch was translated that he should not see death and was not found because God had translated. Of course, that's talking about his little physical body being taken on to heaven. But I always kind of look for spiritual applications to things as well as the literal meaning of the verse. So through faith, he was translated. Through, through faith, he was taken out of one realm and put in another realm. Will your faith, if his faith will do that, will your faith do that? Now, literally, that's going to come where your physical body is taken to be with Christ. We understand that. But what about living different? How about, how about living in a dip, from a different place here now than the way everybody else lives? What about the, 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 the promises living days of heaven on earth? That's talking about living out of the economy of heaven right down here on earth. But see, the stronghold of that is revelation knowledge. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And that's what Paul was talking about in 2 Corinthians 12, 7. He said, I was exalted above measure through the abundance of revelation. Amen. It took him way above where he used to live it made him much more fruitful made him unstoppable in ministry it made him succeed where many others gave up and quit <laughs> hallelujah and just lived in a higher place he he lived it's as if it's as if you know others are living you know, the Bible says over there in the third chapter of John, Jesus, John said something about Jesus. He said, he that is from above is above all. But you're born from above too. And revelation can make you live from where you're born from. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Now, you can stand with me to your feet. I'll just tell you this. Satan won't congratulate you when you step into revelation. He won't step back and say, oh, they... You know, congratulations. I'm going to go get you a Wizzo button. <laughs> All spiritual warfare is over revelation knowledge. All of it. All of it. 
All of it. Amen. Trying to get from you what you know. What, what you came, the knowledge you came into in Christ. It might be warfare comes from different ways, different avenues, through people, through circumstances, through people whacking out, getting crazy, all kinds of stuff, things happening in the family around you, all kinds of stuff. Trouble and attacks against your mind, strife trying to rise up in the family, you know, all kinds of persecutions and distractions, and you just go on and on. All that stuff is to try to strip that revelation away from you, get you to give it up, recant it, back out, and, and really, to be honest with you, eventually, people, they start making the connection. Every time I start pressing into Revelation, I get this opposition. So now they've got a choice to make. Are they going to back out to try to get the, get the attacks to stop? Which is exactly what that's all designed to do. Trying to get you to stay, stay don't press into any further Revelation. Well, I don't want all those attacks, so I won't press in. Okay, then you're going to stay in the dark, which actually keeps the door open to him. There's only one way out, and that's through it. Stay with the revelation. Stay with the revelation. Stay with the revelation. Stay with the revelation. <laughs> hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God, praise God. Hallelujah. Satan works through ignorance. God works through revelation knowledge. If you want God in op to operate and have free operation in your life, stay with what, the re what revelation is coming. Somebody said, so-and-so did me wrong. I'm just going to leave the church. Can't you see through that? Can't you see through that? Amen. Amen. Why do we get so touchy? Come on now. <laughs> they touched me. They touched me. <laughs> Grow up. Come on, amen. Get the thumb out. Yeah. Yeah. Come on now. Yeah, there, Come on. Do, do that. Do that on the mic. Yeah. See, get. <laughs> I want to hear some more of that in Spirit of Faith Family Church. <laughs> we don't have as many babies as we used to. I'm just saying, it's time for us to stop just taking every little yeah. attack of the enemy and back out of the revelation. It's like you're driving through a dark world all around you in full light and having all the blessings of that and saying, I'm turning the lights off. Yeah. Well, we'll be sending the ambulance. <laughs> Amen. Tell your neighbor he's in rare form tonight, but I got what he was saying. Hallelujah. 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 This is the realm we live in. Others live in the doctor said, the lawyer said, the banker said. We live in the realm of God said. God said. And it's, it's living on the inside of me. And it will all come to pass. Glory, glory, glory. Glory, glory, glory. Glory to God, glory to God, glory to God, glory to God, glory to God. Praise be to God, praise be to God, praise be to God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. If this is not a big deal, why does the devil fight it so much? He fights, he brings up all kinds of stuff. It's not working on us like it used to. Amen.